Thank you for listening to the South Metro Ministries podcast. We hope it's been a blessing to you wherever you are. For more information about South Metro Ministries, please visit smmcog.com. Let us look at the Word today, after which we will celebrate communion as we come to our time of preparation for this year. Isaiah 58, verse number 6. The prophet brings us these words about this business of fasting that pleases God. Is not... Is this not the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry, and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out when you see the naked, that you cover him? And not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. And your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Verse 9 tells us how to get answers. After we've accomplished those preceding instructions... Then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry, and He will say, Here I am. Amen. Amen. Would you bless me by stretching your hands in my direction and offering a prayer for me for a few seconds of prayer that God will give me the power to be a blessing to you. Father, I thank you for every man, woman, young person, and child in this house and on these grounds. Lord I, Lord, I want to put a ten on their head. Ten meaning the best. Because they are your creation. Father, as we come to your word this morning, I pray I would not seek to be an entertainer. And I would not seek to go off in directions that is not your will. I pray you'd guard my mind and guard my thoughts and guard my speech. And you'd guard all of our minds. And I pray, oh God, if some of the word is a little bit uh, 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 difficult, I pray that you'd make it such that we'd be able not only to hear it, but to be doers of it. Father, your word is life. Your word is bread. Your word is meat. Your your word is living water. We've tried a lot of things and it's failed us. But your word shall never return void. So make us one today. Bind our hearts together at this first Sunday in your house. In Jesus' name. Would you say amen? Before you see it, bid somebody a happy new year. Would you? Take a moment. Just bid them. God bless you. Happy new year. And then be seated. Amen. Hallelujah. Happy New Year, choir. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God be praised. Before I take you into the Word, let me reemphasize that uh, tomorrow evening we resume our men's prayer, Monday night men's prayer time together. We've been praying on Monday nights for years. And it's, it's for any brothers who'd like to come, we'll be at 7 o'clock. On tomorrow evening, we resume. This Wednesday evening, it's quite probable, while we resume church, that you'll need to enter the facilities and the grounds through Lassiter Road. If the weather allows our construction team, they will be digging up the front parking area to do the repaving and other things that are necessary for the front while they have a window of weather 
that will allow them to do that this week. We trust. So as you come in this Wednesday evening, uh, we'll have people attending here at the front, but most likely we encourage you to go ahead and enter from Lassiter Road and uh, be a part of the Wednesday evening service. So this business of talking about prayer and fasting is not always inviting, pleasurable, because my flesh always wants to resist the things that are good for me. So I wanted to title this message, Demons and Donuts. I hear them. I hear the demons from Donuts calling me while I'm miles away, miles away. Come, let us fellowship together. (laughs) Come, let us break bread. (laughs) Yeah. I I hear Starbucks calling me. I I could be in another country if I'm traveling, and I wonder, is there one here? Uh, So I thought that I might call this Demons and Donuts because they seem to go together. And by looking at me, you can tell me I've had my fair share of donuts and several attacks of demons. Anything that seems to be good for us, the devil has a way of discouraging us from it. And the American mentality, I being also an American, is to choose the path of least resistance. Yes, go ahead and say amen, oh me, but yeah. It's everywhere, this, this mentality of discipline that we want to adopt, but least resistance that becomes the pursuit of our flesh. If students in school are assigned to read a book, they will read the summary at the end of the chapters or buy the cliff notes. I read the cliff notes one time, assigned to read a book in college, and my professor sent my paper back and said, you read the cliff notes. (laughs) Absolutely right. It was the shorter way. We, We in America... We look for exercise programs that won't make us perspire too much. We're always on a quest for the diet pill that will help us lose weight while enjoying fattening foods. We, 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 we're that way, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting encouraged here. There ain't no demon in that. That's good. That's the truth. And when we get right down to it, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen... Most of us, me included, do not like hard work. Even in those areas we recognize to be in our best interests, like study, exercise, diet, we avoid developing disciplines that help us, our flesh resisted. There are some things in life, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, some things in life that are not going to be obtained by taking shortcuts. Last year was the Summer Olympics in the city of London in the country of England. And all the way up until those Olympics, you'd hear the theme of Olympians as they prepare themselves for their special area of testing and competition. The words like, no pain, no gain. Whether an Olympian or not, every athlete knows that one cannot slouch around, eat carelessly, and disregard practice while hoping to make a show in an event or even win a medal. 
We all get excited. I know we did last year at the Olympics, looking at some Olympics, when Olympians break previous records and stun us by their discipline and by their uh, captivity of their flesh in order to reach their goals. And we come to understand and appreciate that for Olympians and others in a discipline to go to a higher level, that they cannot get there by shortcuts. So I've come in this season of the start of the year, and I've come in in this time of of searching our souls to tell you that some of the things we need from God will only come through personal discipline and sacrifice. When it comes to pulling down strongholds of the enemy in our minds, because our greatest battles always begin in our minds. Can I get an amen? When it comes to pulling down strongholds in our minds, strongholds in our marriage, strongholds in our families and in our finances, when it comes to destroying strongholds in our health we, uh, and other areas of our life that Satan holds dominion, there is no shortcut to a solution other than the means of prayer and fasting. Someone may suggest the question, Can't I pray alone and get answers without fasting? And the answer is yes and no. Yes, some answers will come by prayer alone. But no, some answers will not come unless we deny our flesh, lay aside distractions, and fervently seek the face of God. I say that to tell you that throughout Scriptures... We have references that are made to the aid to our prayer life by the discipline of fasting. And and I have looked at scriptures and you have also, my reminder to you, where do we get this business of prayer and fasting going together from the Word of God? The Bible says that Moses received the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai But upon receiving it and while awaiting it, he fasted for 40 days and nights. The Word of God tells us that David, who began as a shepherd boy being called of God and ended as a king of Israel for 40 years, David fasted to deepen his own relationship with his heavenly father. We are told in Scripture when you study the history of the nation of Israel, That on numerous occasions when they faced the attack of their enemies or faced other national calamities, that their leaders, be it a king or a prophet, would declare a fast and call a solemn assembly. And along with prayer and fasting, they would seek the face of God. Can I get an amen? We know about Daniel and Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, three other Hebrews, were taken with Hundreds and thousands of other Hebrews from their native country and domain of Israel and the capital city of Jerusalem into captivity by King Nebuchadnezzar, the ruler of the Babylonian Empire, where they would be there for 70 years. And the Bible says, preceding the return of the people of God at the end of the 70 years, that Daniel declared a fast. And sought the face of God so that he might know how to instruct the people to return back to their homeland. Because fasting will bring us wisdom and revelation like nothing else can. Can I get an amen? You know the story of Jonah. And you know that Jonah was called to preach to the wicked city of Nineveh. 
And the Bible says that Jonah, and I won't precede all the details that got him there, but once he got to the wicked city of Nineveh, whose population might have exceeded 150,000 people, the Word of God, he preached with conviction, and it, it found a place in the heart of the king of Nineveh. And he declared a fast, the whole city said everyone should fast and pray. I think it was a three-day fast. Even the animals were to fast. And because they fasted and prayed, God allowed their act of humility and their obedience by way of repentance to suffice. And He called off the destruction because there's nothing that can turn our heart from sin like sincere repentance by prayer and fasting. Can I get another amen? Jesus after being baptized in the river Jordan by his cousin John, who we know as John the Baptist. Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus, God in the flesh among us. Jesus, in whom there was no sin. Jesus, who while he was on earth, was the personification of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Jesus, who could answer his own prayers fasted before he began his earthly ministry. Forty days and nights because there is power when we combine the virtues of prayer and fasting. There is more. The Bible says when the early church was birthed, and we know the church was actually birthed in the New Testament on the day of Pentecost. And after the day of Pentecost on the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, they were commanded to go into all the world and preach the gospel. And so Apostles and disciples and new believers went in every direction. But before they assigned apostles and disciples to different territories and areas of geography for evangelism, the Bible says they fasted and they prayed and sought the Lord. And therefore they went out to do His work. I'm telling you all that to say to you that throughout the Bible, God directed His people to fast and pray. And every time people fasted and prayed, God released His supernatural power to bring about whatever was necessary to meet the needs. Whether they needed wisdom or they needed power to defeat an enemy, God was always faithful to answer their prayers when they obeyed God in the disciplines of prayer and fasting. And I need to hasten here to let you know that if it was life... Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Life-changing for Moses and David and Daniel and Jesus. We are not excluded from demonic attacks. Give me an amen, somebody. I, I know what it takes to go higher. I know what it takes to go deeper. But my flesh doesn't want me to get there. Because once I get there, I never want to go back to what I used to be. Somebody ought to say amen. And and let me give you this. It's not in the notes. The Bible teaches us that a real fast can be a powerful time of refocusing our spiritual lives. Give me an amen. If you take notes, write this down. Fasting... It's not a time to force God's hands as much as it's a time 
to focus our hearts. Oh, Jesus. I've been preaching for 28 years in one church, been credentialed to preach for over 30 something years. I've been a pastor's son all my life. I've been around the church all my life. I've been to the college and I've been to the seminary and read my Bible through numerous, numerous times. I've been in the church and I know how to do church and and I have a lot of notes, but there are times when I am walking with God and I'm drier than the Sahara Desert. Somebody ought to help me here. There are times when I read the Bible and nothing comes out of it. There are times when I pray. Yes, God's man of faith and power who know the ropes. And my prayers don't even get higher than the ceiling tile in my house or, or the roof in the church. And it tells me that's not a problem with God. When I begin to see those signs, when the world and the flesh and the devil holds more appeal to me than it should, I know that I need to dig down and I need to say, God, whatever it takes, help me hear somebody. I'm 55 years old, and I thought by now that some of the things that I have overcome in the past would not come back up in my life. But I'm telling you, there are appetites in us that are waiting to be fed. And if we feed them, they'll create such a hunger and a gnawing. And the next thing you know, we're back where we said we're never going to be. But if you'll set aside one day, or you'll set aside one meal, or you'll set aside four or five days, and you'll say, God, I do not want to give in to my flesh. I want to be a better father. I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better man. I want to be a better mother, a better a wife, a better employer, a better employee, a better son or a daughter. If you'll say, God, I want to know you more, God will see to it that your hunger and your thirst is satisfied. Everybody ought to praise God. Now, I just need to just do this very quickly. I need to define fasting. Fasting, look on the screen, a voluntary withdrawing from food and or drink or other fleshly appetite for a specified period of time. For us, it's going to be for a call to fast for everybody. We'll be from 6 o'clock Sunday evening to 6 o'clock Wednesday evening. There are three kinds of fast mentioned in the Bible. The McDonald's fast, the steak and shake fast, and the longhorn. I got your attention, don't I? No, they're not mentioned. Fasting... Look, look at the screen. Abstinence with a spiritual goal in mind. Because if you're fasting just for getting more money or having a bigger house, then you just, you're treating God like Santa Claus. And God's interested in being Santa Claus. He's interested in being the Lord of your life. And then when you seek first the kingdom of God, righteousness, holiness. When you seek first to conquer the virtue, to, 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 to acquire the virtues of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness. When you seek first the kingdom, then you, you won't have barrels, buckets, or houses to hold His favor. Abstinence for the spiritual goal in my abstinence from anything that hinders our communion with God. And so I say this, I say this to you. According to Scripture, three kinds of fast. First, there is this thing called the normal fast. The normal fast, and I'll go over this quickly, is abstaining from food, solids, or liquids, but not from water. And so, fasting is never commanded in the Bible, 
But when you read the Bible, and especially Jesus teaching us from the Word, Jesus assumed that the disciples, His disciples, would want to be like Him and be in power, and they would want to fast. Because in Matthew 6, He says, when you fast, do it this way. Can I get an amen? Uh, but the Bible says, when you tithe and give, do it this way. The Bible says, when you pray, do it this way. And so, a normal fast can consist of one day. Maybe you'll take one day during the fast. Maybe you'll do it this week or next week. And you'll say, this day, from sunrise to sunset, I will eat nothing. I'll drink water. Maybe have some juice. Abstaining from food. Maybe some will, my desire, and I'm, I want to make this public because there are times of public calling and then there are times of private devotion. National call to fast, church call to fast, and private. My desire... And when I, was, when I was younger, I could... My, well, I better get it with me. Uh, normal fast. One day, my desire for our normal fast is three days. Meaning, well, what we have for next Sunday to the following Wednesday. To abstain from food, but to do juice and water. And then there's this thing called a partial fast. Okay? The partial fast you've heard of is, is like what Daniel... And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did in the book of Daniel when they abstained from, in Daniel 10 and 3, the Bible says, I ate no pleasant food, no, no meat or wine came into my mouth till the whole three weeks were fulfilled. I, I tell you, uh, Jensen Franklin, Reverend Jensen Franklin, a gifted, anointed man of God, uh, you need to get on his website to understand more about fasting. He, 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 the church that there's in Gainesville here in Georgia, Free Chapel, JensenFranklin.org. If you want meat about fasting and how to do this, every year that church and other churches across the country begin with a 21-day fast. They'll begin their fast, the Daniel fast, today for 21 days. You may choose a Daniel fast for seven days. You may choose a partial fast for one day. You have to think about your health. You have to think about your medication. You have to think about uh, the kinds of things because some who are diabetic, I'm not encouraging you to, uh, to disregard your health. If you are diabetes, a diabetic and, and you have to have certain nutrition, by all means do that. But let me tell you something. I'm, I'm going to kind of put it out here and make you mad at me early. Listen, this bit about fasting chocolate and fasting donuts and fasting TV, and th- that ain't what God had in mind, okay? You need to be doing that anyhow. Okay? Oh, I'm thinking I'm going to fast TV. I'm going to fast my iPhone, iPad, and I this. No, that ain't fasting. Oh, God, help me. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be that dignified preacher you all brought your friends to see. Partial. Uh, a partial fast, then just maybe fruits and vegetables. Then there's the absolute fast. And, 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 I, and I hasten here also. The absolute fast is... Is the fast where you abstain completely from food and water. And that has to only be, it can be one day. You re- Listen, uh, Moses, the Bible says, when he received the Ten Commandments, ate no food and drank no water. But it's not humanly possible. That's a supernatural fast. Do not try to, to go along without water. The water is essential to life. And, and in a few occasions, uh, on the occasion what we know about Jesus fasting, absolute fast. But there may be a time when the Lord says, for 24 hours, no food, no water. You will know the Spirit. The devil won't tell you to fast. <laughs> you, know, you know something about fasting? Fasting is the slowest thing I ever do. 
Why in the world they ever call it fast when it goes by so slow? Just getting my therapy here. Pastor, why are you all rattled about fasting? Because Isaiah said fasting gives us freedom from addictions. Can I get an amen, somebody? Do you know, just, there are some people who have addictions that are very publicly displayed, much to their disregard. But do you know we can have addictions that are private, nobody knows, that are still sinful and evil, and we've got to overcome? And there are things, and there, there are things, there are, there are bondages and captivities that the devil, well, he wants to keep us in a frame of mind and thought that's not God's will. We need, to, we need to be free, and we need to pray over our families that they be free from addictions and bondages. Somebody say, well, I try to quit smoking because it's better for my health. Try prayer and fasting along with it. Drugs, alcohol, pornography, cussing, which is another word for cursing. Thought life. Try start off 2013 that God would loose the bands. Fasting. We fast because fasting solves problems. Isaiah said that when you fast, the kind of fast that God wants to give us help in is the fast that will help us solve our problems. Can I get an amen? amen. Oh, our, our marriages need a miracle many times. Uh, raising children takes a miracle. It's a problem sometimes because our children, they are around peers and television influence and media influence. And sometimes they can put pressure on us for certain kinds of clothing or jewelry or equipment or other things. And sometimes the devil can use our children to make us feel guilty about parenting when we really should have the judgment of God. And what we need is to how to solve marriage problems, finance problems, work problems. Can I get an amen? And when you combine prayer and fasting for one day, two day, three day, seven day, when you combine it, if you make a practice of it, one day a week for the next year, for 52 weeks, starting, if you say one day a week, I'll fast one day a week, it's amazing where you get the strength to do it and the change that comes. The, the Bible says that we should fast because fasting brings revival for soul winning. Let the oppressed go free. This year, we will move into this next building over here, and I am excited and happy. But we're not just building a church for your comfort and my comfort so we can have more room. There are people within the periphery and, circum and circum circumference of this church and miles beyond that are lost without God. We, we are building a church for revival. There are backslidden Baptists and Church of God and Lutherans and Catholics and Church of God in Christ and Methodists. There are backslidden people in your family and in my family and all across America and we need to fast. God is not taking mansions to heaven. He's not taking Mercedes and Lexuses to heaven. God's not taking money market accounts and IRA accounts to heaven. God's not taking our stocks and bonds. He's not taking our diplomas and degree. Jesus died for lost souls. Our passion, our passion, the church's passion should be unsaved people who are going to hell and need a Savior. Come on, give the Lord thanks. I, I, I got to hurry here. Starting my ministry years ago, I told the Lord I never wanted just to be a professional pastor. I wanted to be professional in my pastor, but I never wanted just to be a professional pastor. And the very thing I prayed that I never wanted to be, I found myself being. 
I've told the Lord I never want to be the keeper of the aquarium only. Get this metal picture. This is the aquarium. And I'm the feeding the fish food. Just a little analogy, okay? And we all need to, to take care of the aquarium. I'm not against it. But the Bible didn't call us to be a keeper of the aquarium. Jesus called us to be fishers of men. Oh, I feel a whoop. When you fast and pray, you get more whoops than you do. Yeah, okay. Uh, we fast and pray because it conquers mental and emotional problems. Oh, my Lord. Folks, I have never seen a nation in, in, in like America right now that are bound up with so much mental and emotional, psychological Emotional. So many pills and prescriptions. And I'm not, I'm not beating up anybody who can't help it. What makes, a, what makes a 20-year-old boy? Just because you're 20 don't make you a man. But what, what went on in the head of that 20-year-old boy? To kill in Newtown, Connecticut. Something had to be going on. Can I get an amen? Yeah. Some of you, some of you are dealing with that in your children, in your family. Some of you, and, and God says, I want you to have a sound mind. I said, oh, come on, amen, church. You know, I, a, lot, a lot of times I just take my hands and put it on my head. And say, God, sanctify my head and my mind. Sometimes you ought to do that. Just anoint your own self and say, God, where did that thought come from? Where did that killing, hateful, suicidal, carnal, nasty thought come from? Oh, help me, Lord Jesus. And fasting to meet our physical needs. Amen, church? Not just, not just our physical needs of our health for our bodies. I can get to that in a moment. But you need to pay your bills. You need to have good credit. If you borrowed money for a car, you need to pay it on time. You borrowed money for a house, you need to pay it on time. Can I get an amen? You, you need to have a good testimony. And fasting and prayer helps you do that while you tithe and you give. Can I get an amen? The, the Bible says fasting for a clearer insight in decision making. The Bible says in Isaiah 58 verse 8, Then the light will break forth. Oh, help me, Jesus. Every one of us will have to make tough decisions. Every one of us always are faced with tough decisions. Oh, and, and we, we sometimes we feel so, oh God, what am I going... Sometimes we feel like we should be like the ostrich. The ostrich, in order to protect itself when it sees danger coming, will bury its head in the sand. Will, will kind of take its, 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 its foot and toes and dig a place and bear, and as if that's will, that will get rid of the danger. Can I get an amen, somebody? My point is, we all need for the light to break forth. The Bible says, if anybody lack wisdom, the book of James, let them ask of God who gives it liberally. And every day, there's something that comes my way of which I need to have the light to break forth. And when I mix my prayer and my fasting together, I get more light than I get darkness. The Bible says the purpose of fasting is for health reasons and for healing Thy health shall break forth speedily. Can I get another amen, church? You, you're looking at a Pentecostal preacher. You're looking at a preacher who believes on the laying on of hands and praying for the sick. 
I believe that God heals today. I, I do not believe it's God's will for you to have cancer or heart disease or Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. Anybody hearing me? Jesus died for our sins, but prior to dying, He was beaten with stripes. And the Bible says, by His stripes we are healed. Can I get an amen? Anybody ever been healed of anything? Would you give a Lord thanks? You Come on, praise the Lord. I'm looking at people this morning who've been healed. Some of you have come out of death's door and back into life. I've seen some of you in intensive care. I've seen some of you when the doctor says, you only have 90 days, but somebody fasted for you. Somebody prayed for you when you couldn't pray. Somebody went in a healing line and stood up for you when you couldn't go in a line. And God healed your body. Help me praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. My father's 82 years old and he's preaching this morning. I want to live as old as my daddy. And older. I want to live long enough to be a problem to my kids. Just kidding, just kidding. You don't have to die prematurely. I'm not telling you not to take your medicine and not to go to the doctor and check all these stuff and do right, eat right. You do that. You see that spot on that x-ray that's on your lungs and it may look malignant? Find somebody who knows how to pray and touch God. Thy healing shall spring forth speedily. Fasting for more, for more righteous life. Come, Pastor Chad. A more righteous life. Fasting, thy righteousness shall go before thee. Which one of us do not want to be more like Jesus? Not a one of us. It costs something, but it's worth it. Fasting for the glory of God to protect us from the evil one. Amen. You know, we should never even have to worry about a church being a safe place. But we do have to worry about it. And I'm not, I'm not going to create any kind of distraction here except to tell you that we plan for your safety. Just like our schools have to plan. Just like the mall have to plan. There are no safe places anymore, are there, it seems? But I will tell you this. When I pillow my head at night and I offer a prayer. Okay. Alan, what do you say and what do you not say? I ask God to be my alarm system. I ask God to be the alarm system for my daughters and their spouse and, my, and, and our grandchild. Let me, I don't want no credit for this because I don't need any credit, Okay. But when I pillow my head at night, I pray over all of you. Not by name, obviously, because I'll be praying a lot of nights without sleep. By name, if I call you. But I think about all of you at night. And I say, God, bless South Metro Ministries families and be their alarm. I want you to do that for me, too. Protect us, Lord. The benefits of fasting is that it gives you more time to pray. If you don't have to wash dishes, fix food, and clean up after, you can spend a little time in prayer. Listen, don't just fast and say, well, okay, I did my day. If you just fast and you don't add prayer with it, you have wasted your time. The time you take to eat that you gave up for fasting, find a place someplace and go pray. Take your Bible. Listen, when you st- I want you to pray this week to join me in this fast, okay? Take a journal. When you go to your place of prayer while you're fasting, take your journal and your Bible. Give me a witness. Take something to write with. Take it. 
Because if the Holy Spirit speaks, you if you don't write it down, you're going to forget. You're not divine yet. Come, my brothers, for communion. I'm going to offer a prayer over us. I want to do communion with you now and you with us. Because I want it to be a washing and a cleansing. Would you bow your heads? And brothers, as you come, you just prepare yourselves while I prepare the church. And I'll tell you when to serve. Every head bowed, every eye closed. We praise you, Jesus. Father, I I just thank you for this church. I did not feel any resistance in my preaching today. Or I didn't feel anybody fighting you and... While we are all going through battles, I'm saying that to say that I feel the unity of the body of Christ. Brethren, don't serve it yet. Just wait till I finish praying. Just hold on just a minute, brethren. Heads bowed and eyes closed. Father, I just pray today that you would wash us and cleanse us. Pray that with me, church. Everybody in this house, everybody right now, whatever you need to give up to God, make this a moment of repentance. I want to do this to everybody. Pray over your own self. God, in the name of Jesus, I want, to, I want to be better than I am already in my walk with you. Come on, pray. God, I, I, I want to have a greater love for you and not what I can get from you alone. Come on, come on, pray that way. Lord, I want to have a greater love for the Word of God and a better understanding of it. God, I, I want to be a better witness. I don't have to be a preacher to be a witness or an elder. I want people to see and know the love of Christ in me by the way I speak, by the way I conduct myself, by the way I look. Oh God, I, I, I want to bring blessings and not curses in my life. Cleanse me today. Consecrate me now. Amen.